Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, creating an estate plan is essential. We'll cover that along with the world's worst retirement planning advice so you can avoid it. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth, LLC, and so much more. Hey, Eric, what's going on? Hey, good morning, Steve. How are you? Very well, thanks. Joseph uh, off doing some uh, important business work? I think his Tesla ran out of gas. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's stuck on the road somewhere. Fair enough. So uh, we haven't talked since, uh, you know, the Super Bowl. So what do you think? You happy? You sad? Man. What? I mean, I didn't really have a dog in that fight. So, uh, you know, I, th- I just uh, sat back, enjoyed the game, and ate some really good food. And uh, what, a, what a fantastic game. Um, I think that people went there, really got their money's worth. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it goes into overtime, but then, you know, the, the other team's allowed to get the ball back. And uh, it's fantastic. I mean, and, you know, I mean, retrospect, we are all Monday morning quarterbacks, so we're all going to look back and say they should have done this and they should have did this and you know, it all goes back to when the Seattle Seahawks were in the, the Super Bowl and on the very last play, they have Marshawn Lynch, right? The very best running back possibly of all time. Right. Uh, definitely in the top three. And, um, you know, they they didn't give him the ball. And I mean, they were, you know, very uh, short from the, the goal line and they ran another play. And that will always go down in history as why didn't you give the ball to Marshawn Lynch? And uh, so, you know, like I said, we are all... Um, 2020 hindsight kind of people. And so you look back and you're like, you should have done this and should have did this. But you know what? Um, they, they, they played a fantastic game. Um, I, I think uh, I think both teams played phenomenally. And, uh, you know, that's what it is. There's always going to be one winner. Yep, absolutely. And again, I, yeah, I don't I, I, I wasn't I wasn't disappointed at all. I mean, no. you know, like I was lying like you. I really didn't have a dog in that hunt. So, you yeah. know, I was cool either way. Yeah, I mean, you know, for the entertainment factor was there. Got to spend good time with the family and friends. Uh, ate really good food, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was fat, dumb, and happy. Yeah, all the all the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. The um, so I mean, you know, you talk about um, you know. Sort of piling things up and and uh, putting things off and why didn't they do this? Um, the, so I think the, one of the questions that we can talk about today is uh, why didn't we do an estate plan? Because if it's if it's too late, you're you're in a world of hurt. So we're just gonna. I know you said I said too. It's not the most exciting topic, but I, I think it is something that needs to be discussed. Well, it does, and the, the the reason why is because we want to procrastinate, and it is not because of a time management issue. It is more of an emotional management issue. It's we're actually admitting that we are going to someday meet our demise. And, you know, in this world, you come in alive and you nobody gets out alive. So the bottom line is, is that it is going to happen to us. And I will tell you this, you know, there's a lot of times where someone passes away and all of a sudden you left them a complete mess. There's actually a house uh, in our neighborhood where the older woman passed away and she left it to her friend. And, you know, I've been talking to her friend for the past three months and she's like, you know, she thinks that she left me a house. She left me a mess and I'm stressed. It's expensive. Um, and she's like, it's just, you know, I'm trying to clean this place up and I feel for her because, you know, um, she left her this problem and really it's very expensive to clean it out. 
you know, had she done some kind of estate planning that said, hey, I want to leave her $10,000. That way she can clean up the place, you know, get dumpsters and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's basically a burden to her. And this isn't the only one that we've heard of. Um, there was another one where another one of our clients got a house. The pool was green. Um, the inside had black mold all the way through it. And they're just like, it's a mess, right? And so anyways, the, the, the bottom line is, is that, you know, you, you can be leaving a problem to someone else. And so when through the estate plan or through the will, it kind of organizes everything, Steve. Sure. You know, so like you understand it and you're thinking it through when you're of sound mind. And uh, so I think about this all the time. And, um, you know, even assets, assets are left to people. But if you're in a highly taxable situation, that's not fun either. Because now all of a sudden the person is stressed out that they're in a significantly higher tax bracket. They've got to bring in an accountant. There's a lot of things that can go on. Or you can do estate planning, you can do financial planning, and it can truly be a smooth transfer of generational wealth. So, I mean, we all know that we probably should have a will, or not probably, we should have a will. That's that's a good start, but it certainly doesn't cover everything. So let's let's define that. So what does a will do for us? Um, and that doesn't... That doesn't kick in until after we pass, correct? Right, correct, exactly. So it specifies how your property is to be handled after your death. So it's gonna be a very basic document. It's gonna outline your beneficiaries and distribution of assets. This is where I want it to go. The problem with that is, is that can be challenged. And so if you have very simple assets, you have very simple beneficiaries, um, more than likely there's not going to be infighting. But all of a sudden, if you have, you know, you've been married several times, you've got assets all through those marriages, this is where the will is not gonna cover all of your basic necessities. And that's where you kind of need to possibly move into something a little more sophisticated. Okay, and then that gets us into, um, so the last will and testament, that's after you pass, the financial power of attorney, and then there's a couple other powers of attorney that we should talk about. Sure, so the financial power of attorney is you wanna designate someone to manage your financial accounts and handle all the bills. And basically what it also means is you wanna find somebody that is emotionally capable of handling that. Is that generally a spouse? Uh, it could be a spouse, but a lot of times, again, they don't have the emotional capacity to handle that. Understood. Um, and nor do they want to. Maybe they're taking care of that person or they're just not capable of handling bills while they're taking care of a loved one who they know is you know, very sick at this point. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to find someone that you really trust. Um, again, somebody that is financially capable of handling that and, and really find somebody who... Um, really can can organize everything and understand what has to happen. So um, the, the financial power of attorney is very important. Um, healthcare power of attorney, we get into that. That person's gonna make healthcare decisions on your behalf. That's very difficult. Um, to do because a lot of times people, you know, don't want to put their life in someone else's hands. And so that's sometimes difficult to get signed. Okay. And, uh, and then the, the healthcare directive, that's something that we should all have right now today. Yep, absolutely. So this allows you to articulate specific preferences for medical treatment in various situations. We had a client that went through chemotherapy and he said once he got better, um, he was in recovery, in remission, and he said, I'm telling you right now, if I have to go through this again, I will not go through chemotherapy ever again. And that was his preference. That was his request. And so by signing that document, 
He's telling someone, look, this is my healthcare directive. This is what I'm requesting. And you have to, you know, abide by that. So it is different, you know, and there's a lot of people who want you to keep fighting, keep fighting. But, you know, a lot of people just say, no, I just can't go through it again. So and you have to respect their wishes um, from that aspect. Sure. 800-779-1942. If you've got questions or you want to sit down with Eric and and talk about this. So we've gone through the powers of attorney. um, And the thing is, is if you don't put a plan together, well, your state, wherever you are, has their own plan just for you. Yeah. Unfortunately, you've got probate. And so, you know, interestingly enough, you know, if uh, let's just say and this, you know, isn't true, but um, let's just say that uh, my older sister, I haven't talked to her in 20 years. But yet my girlfriend has been with me for 15 years and has been at my side, has taken care of me and everything. If I pass away and I really don't have anything, you know, written down or anything, the state's going to come in and they're going to disregard your girlfriend that you've been with for 15 years. And more than likely, probate is going to say, here's your next of kin, your sister. And so, again, um, you've got to make sure that you understand where your assets are going. And that's really important because it gives you the ability to decide where your assets go instead of the government or the state. Well, let's say that you've been, a, you know, you've been fairly efficient and you have an estate plan and then, you know, life happens and you kind of forget about it. And, uh, oh, wait, we've got to update those beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens too. people pass away. Uh, people come in and out of our lives. Um, I, we've talked before about people that have gifted money to someone and have never received a thank you card or even a thank you text. And they have actually uh, deleted them from the will. Um, so basically what's happening is, is that you want to make sure that every two to three years, especially if you move to another state, you're actually updating all of those documents. And once you have the initial documents done, it's actually very inexpensive to have them updated. Okay. Very good to know. And, uh, so we talk about trusts and that to me gets into a a kind of a gray area that, that I don't think people really understand what a trust is or how it works. Yeah, so the trust is there to provide control after death. It says you're controlling your assets from the grave, but basically it's it's helping you understand where your assets go when you're no longer able to. Um, and so you might have a, well, I'll tell you a, a good one. Um, Thousand Islands is um, a beautiful summer vacation place on the border of New York and Canada. Okay. It is stunning. And people have some very expensive homes up there. So the homes have been in these families for a long time. And we had a client who said, I want this to remain in the family, but there's no way these guys can afford the maintenance and the taxes. So for the next 20 years, he actually put in his trust that the taxes and the upkeep for this place will come out of the certain account. And so he knows for the next 20 years, at least it'll remain in the family. What happens after that? I don't really know. So what's happening is, is that he's kind of helping them be able to keep an asset by funding that. So there's a lot of things that you can do. Also, uh, disabled children, disabled children go grow into disabled adults. And so a lot of times somebody has a disabled child and they need to make sure that they're taken care of for life too. Mm-hmm. That could be another trust issue that we set up. Okay, good. I mean, again, so that's an area that you obviously have relationships with the state planning attorneys and, and can help us get through this process, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's, it's our day-to-day business. And, and it's like, like I said, you go all the way from A to Z and 
you know, for in financial planning, you're really taking a look at triage. You're, you're taking care of uh, the top three things that someone really needs. And typically, estate planning is one of the last things that we actually take a look at. But it is just as important as all the rest. Sure. And again, we've got to review it every few years just to make sure it's up to date and everything's good. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, and, and that's one thing that Donna's really good at. She's like, you know, when was the last time you had your, your will taken a look at, your trust, your estate plan? And it's like we're making sure that everything is always updated as much as possible. All right. Well, again, on that note, we are up against the clock already. Uh, Eric, let's go ahead and, and uh, invite folks to call. Yeah. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you have any financial questions out there or you're looking for a second opinion, give us a call today. If you're looking for a full-blown financial plan, let's get that done for you. We'll run all the reports. Take a look at everything with your strengths and your weaknesses in your current portfolio. We're going to take a look at the fees, your asset allocation. Do you have duplication or diversification? So again, we're going to do a fully written comprehensive financial plan. No obligation give us a call today. Sounds great, Eric. Folks, do give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 800-779-1942. An opportunity to review your individual circumstances. No cost, no obligation. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, we often discuss things you should be doing on your journey to retirement. This time, we're covering the worst retirement advice you could follow and offering solutions to help with each. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney's here. I'm Steve Sadal. Eric, of course, an independent fiduciary, been helping folks for more than 20 years. You'll find Eric, um, well, at ericcarneyadvisor.com. He's president of Retirement Wealth and so much more. Eric, I, I want to refer back to the last segment, if you don't mind. Sure. Because uh, we were talking about estate planning, and one of the things we didn't connect with, and it's something, it's something that I think is is often overlooked, and that is uh, talking about your pets and your online accounts. And I'm going to focus on online accounts uh, because I don't know about you, Eric, but I mean, you know, I, I'm not a big social media guy, yeah. but you know, you got the presence on Facebook, whatever. And so when you see these things come up, wish Bill a happy birthday. Well, Bill died 10 years ago. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you, I never even thought about that. But um, I'm not a big social media person, um, but there are a lot of people that are. Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that, you know, even past social media, it's also like, you know, uh, your computer. You know, and uh, I always tell Joey, we always laugh. I go, Joey, if I'm ever in a car accident, I said, just throw my phone in the river. <laughs> I, I said, I don't, I don't want anybody to know what's on that phone. Not that there's anything ridiculous, but, you know, but the, but the thing is, is that, you know, um, yeah, you have a lot of cherished you know, stuff on there. And um, yeah, and that's that would be where you would want to know the passwords and everything to close all of that down. That mm -hmm. is for sure. Um, and to go back to the pets, I mean, you know, yeah. we don't really think about that. But, you know, you see some crazy things that people do with their dog or with their dogs and their cats. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, is that like I have a waiting list of people that are going to take care of my dog. And I'm like, well, you know, he's 10. Uh, are you anticipating me passing away before him? You know, but there is a waiting list to take care of my dog. Which nice. Cracks me up but you know honestly um it, it does make you think well yeah who actually is going to take care of my dog when i'm gone or if if something happens to me and we do have to think about that as well sure all right well and again so i like this because that becomes 
something that that we do have to address. There's no question about it. And yeah. um, so here we go. We talk about uh, advice and, and offering the um, uh, let's see the worst retirement advice. So here's here's something that we don't recommend. It's impossible to predict where taxes will be at retirement. So just don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah don't worry about There's Who a knows? plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's interesting. We just uh, crossed over from 33 trillion in the U.S. debt to 34 trillion. Um, Taxes actually sunset in 2026, and it is expected that our national debt will be north of 42 trillion dollars in less than four years. Oh, can we handle that? I mean, I I realize it's a bit of a rhetorical question, but can we? I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, the economists are saying that we can, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that if any business in the world keeps going up and up and up and creates more and more debt, it doesn't usually go well. Right. And every empire has been crushed by its own economy. So, you know, you can go back to any days and you can see where, you know, all these empires that were growing massively all were crushed eventually. Mm-hmm. And so the bottom line is, is that when you see a business and you analyze a business, we're in, we're in the investment industry, so we're analyzing how healthy a company is. We never invest in a company that has ever increasing debt. It's not a, it's not a good business model. Right. If, if anything, hey, look what they did. They slashed their debt. You never hear of the United States slashing their debt. It never happens. <laughs> it happen. only increases. And now you have China and Taiwan. Mark my words, that will be an issue. It's not a matter of if, it's just when. It is going to be an issue. And so you've got Ukraine and Russia, we're supporting that. And everybody's like, oh, well, it's a good thing we're not, you know, no boots around the ground. And I would have to agree. But let me tell you something. Um, My nephew's in uh, the Navy, and there are submarines all over the world in these strategic spots, and they're constantly coming and going. And I don't know anything because I'm not allowed, you know, he's not allowed to tell me anything, but you can kind of read between the lines. And now I understand the sub schedule, um, submarine schedule a little bit more. And it's interesting how often they come in and they go out and where they go. And yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything. But what it means is that, you know, they are ready for a lot of things to happen in this world. Mm-hmm. So when it comes back down to, <laughs> to when I come back all the way to taxes, um, the bottom line is, is that we are spending trillions of dollars all around the world. And it's not helping our economy at all. It's just it's fighting these ridiculous wars. Sure. And so people have to be aware of their tax situation because it doesn't matter about the world's economy. You only have to worry about your economy. And people don't realize that. Sure. And that truly is what financial planning is. It's what estate planning is. It's what trust planning is. You are protecting your own assets. You're reducing your own taxes. The taxes in this country is our responsibility. It's our responsibility to manage the taxes. So if you want to reduce your taxes, the IRS is not going to help you with that. That is your responsibility. So you can do that through an income plan, a financial plan, and and, and also an estate plan. If you want to do a smooth transfer of tax-friendly generational wealth, 
that's a good time to do it. The problem is, is that people put it off way too long and then realize I'm in a horrible tax situation. So taxes will go up. It's inevitable. Sure. Uh, let me ask you this. And, and again, this is coming out of left field, but I've been reading a bit now about the You Earned It, You Keep It Act. Um, you familiar? I'm not. No. Okay. All right. We won't talk about mm. that then. Um, no, I, I, no, tell me about it because I really don't know anything okay, about it. Okay, so it's called the You Earned It, You Keep It Act, and it's designed, it's been reintroduced to Congress, and uh, what they're proposing is that we stop taxing Social Security across the board, and we remove the cap mm. uh, up to 250000 Mm, interesting. So my, my thought is what I mean, you know, on the surface, that sounds good. And, and it is actually kind of bipartisan, although the, the, the raising the cap thing, people seem to be a little put off by that. Right. So and that's the thing, Steve, when we talked about this with the Secure Act and the Secure Act 2.0, anytime that there's a bipartisan agreement, mm, mm-hmm. redefine lines. Yeah. You know, and, and there's got to be a way because they're not Mr. Nice Guy. They're looking to tax you. You know, and, and when you take a look at the baby boomers, again, this is the peak year for baby boomers turning 65. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden they have to figure out a way to tax the baby boomers. So they're going to give them something, but down the road, they're going to get it back tenfold. And that's exactly what's happening with the SECURE Act. Sure. All right. Fair enough. 800-779-1942. So we're getting into a bad advice and what we can do about it. Uh, what you might hear out there. Well, you're not going to be spending as much in retirement as you do now. That's what my cousin said. So it must be true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at look at living costs. I mean, oh, inflation yeah. is crazy. It's stupid. And now it's actually coming into vehicle insurance, HOA fees and HOA fees are, you know, we've been talking about that in the past few weeks. This is getting to be a huge deal. Oh, yeah. And th- we actually have clients who have plenty of money, by the way, but they're still like, we're thinking about moving somewhere else. And I'm like, why? Because they have high HOA fees as well. Every place does. And so construction through the roof, building materials through the roof, labor through the roof. So you have all these things that are so much more expensive and you know, it's just, that's inflation. Then you have healthcare, which, you know, again, everything is going up and up and up. And so again, one expense is going to change another one. So you're gonna swap out one for the other, it's gonna negate it and you're, you're really, it's the same position. You might be spending a little bit less more money as you go forward, Mm -hmm. but still, you're always going to have living costs. Of course. And they're always going to be changing and there's always inflation. I mean, all of those things come into play. Yeah, they do. And like I said, we don't really care about anything until it actually affects us. But through the financial plan, you have to cover all of your areas with taxes, inflation, income, uh, required minimum distributions, a volatile market. There's just a lot of different things out there that you have to cover. And so, again, when you do a financial plan, do the financial plan for yourself. Fair enough. Um, let's see. One more. Uh, this uh, this segment, uh, Social Security benefits are enough to live off in retirement. I mean, we've determined that that's not the case, but still people people want to believe it's true. Oh, people get excited about their Social Security, you know, and, and again, um, yeah, they actually got a pretty good bump this year. So that's nice. But the issue with Social Security is, is that over time, you know, I don't think that it's going to play with inflation the way it is. I don't think that it's going to play 
a huge role in um, getting cost of living adjustment. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, is that you will have to supplement there, that there's, there's going to be some kind of an income gap in there. And you want to make sure that your income that you're deriving that from is imperishable. And so people are looking for ways to find other income streams that really can get through any kind of market and they want to know that they're going to be okay and basically you're setting up your paycheck or a pension for life and knowing that you're not going to have a lot of volatility in that um, and, and it's difficult to do because you, sometimes you have to stagger these products to make sure that you have ever increasing cost of living adjustments it's not easy and so, uh, you know, we just had uh, real quick, we just had two engineers from Lockheed Martin and they're very intelligent people. And he said, well, I'm going to have Donna build an income plan and we're going to build an income plan and I want to compare them. Okay. This is what, this is what he does for fun. Um, and, and his was incredibly off because his, his uh, inflation to healthcare was far off. His required minimum distributions were completely wrong. Um, and then he didn't really factor in inflation in any of his income. So he's like, man, he goes, mine is t horribly flawed. And so again, let the financial planning software do its job. And again, that's where we're kind of manipulating, you know, all of your investments over time as well. It makes a huge difference. Sure. Well, again, we've got to wrap it up for this segment, Eric. Let's let's invite folks to uh, participate. Sure, Steve. Hey, everybody out there, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the positive feedback. We appreciate all the calls that we get. If you're listening today, you're out there in a financial no man's land or you're looking for a second opinion, pick up the phone today. Give us a call. We're standing by. Let's get that written financial comprehensive fi financial plan done for you. If you're looking for an income plan, we'll show you ways to turbocharge your retirement income. Pick up the phone. Give us a call today. We look forward to hearing from you. Just call us, 800-779-1942. No cost, no obligation to get this comprehensive financial review to show you where you are today. But more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. So you've got nothing to lose. Call us right away, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, we're finishing out our list of some of the worst pieces of retirement planning advice coming up next. Hey, we are back on No Wealth Works Radio. I'm Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. And uh, Joseph, who is often here, is uh, off doing uh, important business things today. He is. He's had, he's had a very busy year. Um, and it's only so, February. Yeah, it's only <laughs> February, and it feels like uh, like October. Um, but uh, uh, Joseph, uh, Donna, Autumn, they've all been very busy this year, um, just really keeping everything together. I mean, it's, it's just amazing how one year leads right into the next one, and it is just incredibly busy. Sure. Well, again, busy is good. Um, it is. But again, it can be, can be a little exhausting at times, but that's a good exhaustion. It is. I mean, there, there's some nights where I come home at night and uh, my sister's actually been staying with me for over a month now, you know, and she's just like, oh, I thought you'd be home earlier. I'm like, yeah, no, that did not happen. <laughs> and uh, and then it's usually, you know, I come home and, and, you know, I usually put more time in at night. I mean, it's there's always a lot of things that are moving on in the background that a lot of people don't realize. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, like I said, it's an ever changing industry and you've got to stay on top of it. Of but, course. Our growth has been phenomenal. I mean, like I said, we have three offices and uh, uh, we're constantly getting calls off TV and radio and uh, we've been able to help a lot of people. You know, Steve, it's interesting when you take a look at the worst pieces of retirement planning advice, 
You know the one thing that we've been fixing an awful lot of lately? What's that? Advisors that are coming to someone's house. Really? Yeah. Is that a thing again? It is, and I cannot believe it. And, you know, the thing is, is that these advisors or licensed salespeople are coming to somebody's house, selling them something, right? There's no financial plan. There's no income plan. There really isn't a statement of financial purpose as to why are we doing this? There's no consideration to any of their social security or any of their other monies. They're there simply to sell you something. And then one or two years later, somebody comes into my office and they're like, yeah, I'm kind of stuck in this thing. And well, how can you help me, Eric? And I, and I just look at it and I go, well, you know, where did you get this from? Oh, they came to my house. We sat down at the dining room table. I mean, they were really nice people and they're really, really good. And I said, well, what do you mean they're really, really good? He's like, well, I guess what I mean is they're really, really good at selling me something. Yeah. <laughs> Making you feel comfortable doing all exactly. the things that salespeople do. Yeah. And then, you know, they leave. And, and the, the common denominator, did you ever hear from them again? No. So there's no service. There's no monitoring. There's, there's no maintaining. There's no management. There's no financial plan. There's no income plan. Basically, you're on your own. And so a lot of these people are getting soaked. And so the problem is, is that those are some of the worst pieces of retirement. And I just can't believe it. And there's one guy running around in a Porsche Taycan and he's like running from house to house, just selling stuff. And I'm just oh, like, man. you gotta be kidding me. You know? So I, I, I thought those days were long gone. No, I, I guess not. And it's just, it's disgusting, sure. you know? And it's just, you know, like I said, there's, there's no good intentions for that client. Right. And so, like I said, it's just, it's, it's, it's really bad. And a lot of these people are stuck in these products. There's nothing that they can do. And I have to tell them, I'm like, look, there's really nothing we can do with these things. So just everybody out there listening, you got to be careful. You want someone who's going to put the time in the effort before you even have to do anything with them. With us, we're investing with you first before you before you actually invest with us. Mm -hmm. We're putting a lot of effort in with them, Steve. Right. And so the people see that. So Well, and again, I think that's important to point out. And, and, and again, when you think about it, if and that's I think what happens to people is they'll they'll end up buying something or getting something from somebody before they end up sitting down with somebody like you and then they've got these disparate pieces of their retirement out there and it's and it's your job to try to put it all together and that becomes the challenge yeah and I think that people really believe in instant financial gratification oh, sure they, they do they, they want to believe that that's true but it's not true it's like and, you know, anybody that is affluent or anybody that is financially successful, it takes effort. It takes a lot of work. And so, you know, there's sometimes, you know, there's a husband and a wife. One of them is financially more savvy than the other one. Well, that's good for the one that's not as financially savvy or doesn't want to be. And that's OK as long as someone in there is. So the bottom line is, is that, you know, uh, successful retirement planning happens over time and it doesn't happen by accident it happens by putting in a lot of effort and time and research and so it just all depends really on what your priorities are and what's interesting is you know i mean of course i'm 55 and i've been doing this for a while but you know i go to my gym and i go to a private gym with with personal trainers and the personal trainers are all significantly younger than i am and pretty darn ripped mm -hmm. right yeah <laughs> so then exactly. i walk in and i'm like you know 
And they're always like, oh, Eric, you know, you got a nice house and you got this. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you're ripped, you know. <laughs> but look, look at where they put their time, right? Their time is in the gym and, and into that. And then I put, you know, my effort into my finances, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm trying to blend both worlds. And so are they. They're like, yeah, we'd really like to put more money, you know, away and do this. So health and wealth really run similar. And so, you know, like I said, I'm trying to get that health part down. Yeah. And and they're trying to get the wealth part down. But, you know, it really depends on what becomes a priority in your life. Right. And and again, we're talking about, uh, you know, bad advice. And boy, that well, you kind of nailed it there. Um, and then I know people, I mean, I've got friends that say, hey, I've, got, I've been saving on my 401k forever, and I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to take a loan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's, you know, like I said, you're, you're borrowing from your own money, but you're also you're also using your own money and you're just basically you still have to pay it back. Right. So it's not like it's free money. Now, if you have savings in an account, that's different, but you have to pay back the 401k. So let's say you buy a four hundred thousand dollar house and you borrow one hundred thousand dollars to put down. You still owe four hundred thousand dollars on that house. It, it just yeah, doesn't do. make any, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. But people are like, yeah, but now I have a house. And I'm like, not really, you know. <laughs> so it, it's it's just, you know, when you, when you think it out loud, people are like, oh, yeah, that's kind of a dumb idea. And I'm like, yeah. Okay, for sure. And um, let's see here. Uh, we got to have a million bucks to, to retire comfortably. Everybody's got to have at least that. Yeah, I mean, that's horrible advice. I mean, yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be good honest to know. with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I have a client that... Um, focuses highly on tax-free investments. And I mean, he has uh, done a lot of Roth conversions. He has a very large individual universal, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, index universal life policy that will pay him out a very large uh, tax-free pension. Um, he also invests in other things. So he doesn't have as much money as some other people, but he will live like a millionaire um, because his tax situation has been managed already. Um, so, um, you know, a million dollars isn't what it used to be. But like I said, it could be if you find the right money manager. Right. Well, and again, I, I like how you say that, it's, that it, you don't have to have a million. It's not about how much you have. It's about, like you just described, there's a guy that set up himself for, for some tax-free income. That's what I want to do. Yeah, and it's interesting. He's probably going to live the same life as somebody that's got about a million and a half dollars who now has to pay a lot of money in taxes, right. doesn't really have anything that's tax free. And it's kind of interesting to see the two. Um, plus, I mean, to be honest with you, the guy that that um, has more of the Roth money and everything, he never has required minimum distributions. He doesn't really have to worry about managing his tax brackets. I mean, it's just easier when you're actually uh, managing that, that tax bracket. But like I said, everybody has different opinions. And then I literally have uh, very high net worth clients that say, I don't really care about taxes, just make me enough to pay them. Sure. All right. I mean, again, that's a, that's a great position to be in, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, it's also a position where they've gotten to be like, I don't really care. You know, and quite frankly, like, you know, um, I've, I've gotten to where I am. They were they bulldozed their way to their net worth. You know, they just kept pushing, pushing, pushing. And they're like, hey, just make me enough a return. I understand that I have to pay taxes. And so it's not that we don't do tax planning for them. They're just of the mindset that they're like, hey, I made it. I'm going to pay taxes and I'm happy.
So at what point in, in my retirement planning, and I don't mean me specifically, but at what point in, in our retirement planning do we sit down with you and really start to strategize this tax-free income in retirement? Is that something we can plan 10 years out? I mean, that's definitely the sooner the better. Because like I said, there's a lot of people that will get into their 50s and already have a lot of money socked away in their 401k. Sure. Now, let's swap over to a Roth 401k. Now, the rest of the time, let's have all of that be tax-free down the road. And we've got to take a look at your tax situation, but why wouldn't we do that? Yeah. So those are things that we really consider. And like I said, these are little tiny things. The little tiny things that you do now are going to be huge things down the road. But a lot of times, if you procrastinate and stuff like that, it's really lost opportunity. Yeah, procrastination, that's the biggest killer, I think, for a lot of us. It is, and, and, and again, it's like what I said in the beginning of the show, it's not a time management issue, it is more of an emotional issue. So again, people procrastinate more of an emotional reason rather than a time reason. All right, well, Eric, let's go ahead and invite folks to call one more time and we will continue our conversation. Sure, Steve. Hey, everybody out there. Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the positive feedback. We appreciate all the calls that we get. If you're listening today, you're out there in a financial no man's land or you're looking for a second opinion, pick up the phone today. Give us a call. We're standing by. Let's get that written financial comprehensive fi financial plan done for you. If you're looking for an income plan, we'll show you ways to turbocharge your retirement income. Pick up the phone. Give us a call today. We look forward to hearing from you. Sounds great, Eric. Folks, do take advantage of this opportunity to get that financial roadmap put together once and for all. Let Eric take that complicated financial world and turn it into something that really just makes sense. It's a practical financial review, and it's yours for the asking. Just call us, 800-779-1942. No cost, no obligation to get this comprehensive financial review to show you where you are today. But more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. So you've got nothing to lose. Call us right away, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. We are going to take a quick break. We've got another segment to go here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned. We are back on Wealth Works Radio with Eric Carney. I'm Steve Siddall, and we have had a fun. I mean, we've been covering some ground today, Eric, from you know, from estate planning to you know the worst advice, but also I think you know you just kind of dug into some areas that I think strikes home with a lot of people. Yeah, and you know, I, I hope it does because we get we do we get a lot of positive feedback from the radio show, and you know, the thing is, is that. People are tired, Steve. They're, they're, they're tired of being sold products. They're tired mm -hmm. of being put into investments that don't really serve their needs. And, you know, when we ask people, did you have a written financial plan? Did you really sit down with someone? And there's just such a dichotomy in this financial industry and it, and it kills me. And it's like, people are frustrated with the financial industry. I don't blame them. And, you know, when we see all the garbage that's out there, that's what we're trying to go against. And people are always like, yeah, but Eric, you work with a more affluent client. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how we're set up, you know, but I'm going to be honest with you. More affluent people are more serious about their money. I don't care about the dollar amount as much as I care about how serious you are about your finances. And we have very good relationships with our clients. 
And the thing is, is that they want to have communication. They want transparency. They want service. They want us to actually answer the phone. And so, you know, there's so many times where people say, I call this 800 number and I get a different person every single time. That's not the way it is with us. You know, you, you understand who the team of professionals are that are working with you and we're being proactive. We're actually reaching out to you and scheduling that, that service meeting. So a lot of times people know exactly where they stand. They understand what's going on. There's full transparency and there's really no questions. But when you're going and you're buying these products and you're walking into a bank and you're getting this and you're getting this, if you're all over the place, there's no financial plan there, you know, and so that's where we're saying, look, let's organize all your assets, actually list them and see how they can work together. And it really is a process that works. But like I said, there's a lot of people who are so overwhelmed by the entire uh, process that they just actually don't do anything. Sure. And again, that, that that not doing anything can be really detrimental. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really can be. I mean, and, and there's a lot of times where I will sit down with somebody. I know we're, you know, getting off the questions, but there's a lot of times where I sit down with somebody and I think to myself, if I only saw you three years ago, how much I could change your situation. Yeah. If I saw you five years ago, your situation would be significantly different. And I don't say anything to that client, right? Because I don't want to worry them anymore. Right. Sure. But I'm like, man, and but this is what I'm telling all the listeners out there. If you're really listening and you're in a good financial position, reach out to a family member, reach out to a friend and say, hey, I really think you should call these guys because you know what? Maybe they can really help your situation. Maybe they can really shift your, your financial dynamics. And that's what we've been able to do with a lot of people. That's what gets me up every single morning. Sure. So when we're able to change somebody's financial situation around and we change their financial trajectory, it's, it's just amazing to me. And so it happens all the time. I just don't think that there's enough people out there that are doing it. Sure. All right. Well, great, folks. If you'd like to have that opportunity, now's the time to give Eric a call. It's 800-779-1942. We're going to hear from Ed first in our questions. He's in Naples. Ed says, I'm not far away from retirement. How can I protect my 401k? Can I move some into cash and still have my employer match while contributing some money into it? And should I? I mean, you know, you got to ask yourself, are you an investor or are you a saver? And also it depends on your age, because a lot of people, you know, you're not far from retirement. That could be 62 years old. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got another six years until you're age 68. So that means that you're just going to have that money sitting in cash while inflation is kicking your ass. It doesn't make sense. You know, so there's got to be something better than cash, you know, and even CDs. I've never been excited about CDs. And I've had a guy call me and he's like, you don't know anything about CDs. I'm getting 5.2% right now. I don't care. In the long run, that 5.2% isn't going to do anything. I promise you. With healthcare costs, insurance costs, HOA fees, now car insurance, 5.2% isn't going to do anything for you. First of all, you're going to receive a 1099. And then, so you're paying taxes on that. And then on top of inflation, if you look at your real after uh, tax return, it's nothing. So I can't get excited about that. So when uh, Ed talks about cash, that's also not something I can get excited about, especially still when you take a look at the yields on bond funds right now. 
they're horrible. So again, you got to be very strategic and find some alternative. And there are a lot of very strong alternatives to cash out there, but you've got to find the right advisor who can help you find that. 800-779-1942 is a way you can start that process. Ed, give us a call. Love to hear from you. Um, and like, here's the thing, Steve. Yeah. It's like I, I, I'm, I'm blunt. I, I'm, I'm very upfront about oh, that. Oh, yeah. No kid. And, and I'm not going to put you in a product that, that, you know, in five years, you're going to come back to me and say, Eric, this failed. You know, I'd feel terrible. So the thing is, is that you have to understand as a fiduciary by license and law, we have to find what is right for the client. We have to find what is in their best interest and we have to prove it to them. And if they still say, I want to, I want to be in a CD, I push their paperwork back and I'm like, then put yourself in a CD, but I don't want to have anything to do with it because I want our clients to succeed in their retirement. And that's where you have to be really hard on someone when it comes financially, you have to have that hard financial love. And so a lot of times I will tell people the financial industry is one of the very few industries where you have to give people not what they want, you have to give them what they need. And a lot of times when it comes to their finances, they don't understand what they need. And so the, the process of financial planning actually shows that purpose determines placement. So the purpose of your money should be determining the placement of your investments. But like we talked about earlier, there's too many people that are, that are going into products without determining their actual purpose. That means that you were just sold a product. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Folks, do take advantage. 800-779-1942. Let's see. Tim is at Fort Myers Beach. It says, besides qualifications and fiduciary status, what else do you recommend folks look at for an, in a, for in an advisor? I mean, just call Eric. Really, it's that yeah. simple. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just, you know, close down all the books and just call me. Um, you know, so people always want to know, what, do you, what else do you recommend? Well, we're independent, right? So we don't have to answer to anyone. Um, there's a large company right now who underwrites an awful lot of products. Um, they're going through a massive lawsuit right now because while underwriting those products, they were actually pushing them onto their clients. So they were trying to profit from their client base for the, the benefit of the company. So the thing is, is that being independent, we don't have any of that stuff. The other thing that you want to look for is you want to make sure that under, that somebody else understands your net worth. And so there was a gentleman that I worked with and he had multiple properties and he had some other assets and everything. So he was asking me about several things. He was kind of getting personal. And he says, the reason I'm asking Eric is you own properties. And I said, yeah, I have some rentals and you know, whatever. And he says, okay, that's what I'm looking for. I want to know that someone can match my net worth. And so he wants to know basically that we're capable of handling his needs. And what was interesting is about 10 years ago, there was a woman that came in and she had about $4 million. And she says, well, I'm really struggling with my current advisor. Long story short, um, she owned apartment buildings and her advisor was renting an apartment. And she's like, well, I thought it was okay at first. She goes, but then after like five years, I was, she's like, why aren't you buying your own house? And she goes, oh, I could never afford my own house. <laughs> And so she thought to herself, you know, she's like, but you're managing my $3 million. And, you know, I, I thought that you would be, you know, doing well. And it turns out that the girl just wasn't good with her own money. And so she ended up working with us and she said, I just can't believe the difference. So you have to understand that a, an advisor has a certain limit or a ceiling to what they can actually handle. 
you want to make sure that you're actually finding an investment advisor that is more than capable of handling your net worth. Well, that sounds great, Tim. Call us, 800-779-1942. George is in Alva. He says, I recently opened my first brokerage account, but I'm worried that I'll make some rookie mistakes. You will. Yeah. What are some common mistakes beginning investors make so I can be sure to avoid them? You won't avoid them. It's just it is something that you have to learn. Um, You know, people bought cannabis stocks thinking that they're going to be a multimillionaire in about six weeks. Uh, People tried it with crypto and lost their butt on that. So uh, you are going to make mistakes. That is what investing is all about. Um, The bottom line is, is that you want to start out small. You don't want to throw everything in. You want to make sure that you can dollar cost average in um, and you want strong positions. You know, people are always trying to buy these small, volatile positions positions and they just blow up in their face. And so again, investing is not easy. It's very time consuming. It's full of research. Um, I wake up in the morning and I read. I go to bed at night reading and it's like article after article after article. And so again, it is a ton of work. So you're going to make mistakes. Um, Try to open up a Roth IRA first, uh, make the mistakes in that one, and you will get better. All right, fair enough. I mean, again, as far as those uh, the cannabis stocks, right? That's right. Yeah, Dave's not here. It just took me back. Um, But that has not turned into the to the big uh, you know big deal that everyone thought it was going to be. I mean, come on, Steve. It's like you go back and like. Uh, you know, crypto blew up for a lot well, of people, true. That's, yeah. right? Yep. Crypto blew up, cannabis blew up, uh, EV. Everybody thought there was going to be a charger on every single street corner. Look at all these cars, these electric cars. That didn't work out either. No, not you, so you, much. You, no. And so it's like, you know, we, we really do think of, we take a look at these things. We're trying to pick a trend, but a lot of times these trends run out of steam. And so again, when it comes to investing, you've got to find something that has a little bit more steam ahead of you. Okay. Well, again, we're up against the clock, Eric. This has been an incredibly fast-paced show. Let's wrap it up and give folks one more chance. Yeah, everybody out there listening, again, thank you so much. You know, I love this time that we have every hour of the week because it really allows me to vent a little bit about the financial industry. And I hear you out there. I hear a lot of people that are super frustrated with either their financial situation or a friend or family members. So again, if you know somebody that's financially frustrated, have them give us a call. Let's run that financial plan. Let's take a look at their income plan. Let's maybe do a portfolio recovery strategy. We've heard of people that haven't made any money in the past three and four years. What's wrong with that portfolio? Let's take a look at it. We'll do a full report. It's yours to keep. Again, don't let this be an overwhelming experience. Call us, make that appointment, come in, let's go over your finances, do a review, write a financial plan. And again, that financial plan is yours. It is yours to keep. Pick up the phone today, give us a call. We look forward to meeting you. That sounds great, Eric. Really, the goal at the show, helping you make the best decisions for you. So if that's questions about what we're talking about and how it might apply in your own situation, call us, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Eric, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by quickly, and I just love your insight. Ah, Steve, thank you so much. Everybody out there, thank you listening so much again. We appreciate all the positive feedback we receive every single week. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated.
Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity products guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.